This is episode two of How to Get Scouted. This is Drew. This is Olu. Glad for you to join us. Thanks for being here, everyone. What are we going to talk about today, Olu? Well, Drew, we're going to talk about what the scouts look for. What do scouts look for? Yeah, so, I mean, it goes back to the last episode of the Four Corner Model. Um, but we're going to obviously dive more into um, what scouts actually look for. And we can start by starting off with physical attributes. So scouts look for players who possesses the physical qualities needed to succeed in their positions. So this may include strength, speed, agility, height, and overall athleticism. Athleticism. Yeah. We talk about height and then we look at, we're recording in 2023, the most celebrated footballer in the world wasn't blessed with height. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So true. Messi is like short, very agile, yeah. you know, strong. But what is he, five, five, eight, five, seven? Yeah, around that, around that. Um, yeah, but... Uh, He's this a one-off. He, yeah, he, he is a one-off, but then again, we have to look at the positions. Um, of where he's playing. So for a centre-back, the scout would be looking for if a centre-back is at the required height, which is around six foot to six foot four, or even above. Uh, for a striker, it just depends on the club's playing style. You know, if they play route one football, then they will need a target man, and this target man could be also six foot two and above. Uh, what do you what do you mean a target man? What's a target man? So a target man is someone who would hold up the ball, who would uh, potentially set other players to bring them into the game. So he's like a pinpoint. You know, you kind of ping the ball into him. Mm. He holds it up. If he doesn't hold it up, he heads it on. You know, um, so yeah, um, and as well as that, right? You may have wingers who who will be around five foot eight you know because their game is based on speed and agility as you've made a good point Messi's not blessed with height but what he does have is agility and he's very agile okay yeah uh the next one is technical skills so scouts also assesses a player's technical skills such as dribbling passing shooting and ball control so this ability to execute these skills consistently or uh, efficiently is crucial for success on the field. Mm. In any position, you've got to have the technical skills. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. I mean, for me, that's from the four corner model. That's the first point of it that you've got to be technically sound. Consistently. Consistently, yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, if, if you would have watched the World Cup, right everyone on that pitch was technically sound and in a match is basically down when you have quality players it's down to what team will make the most mistakes the mistakes the bit the the, the passes that <clears throat> let slip get, get through a gap mm. so you can be technically brilliant but if you make the odd mistake that's where you're going to lose the game yeah because uh, they will punish you mm. they will punish you um, I mean, when you're such at that high level, right, one mistake would lead, can lead to a goal. Mm. So that's why it's so crucial for young players to develop their technical part of the game. And 
I mean, that's my advice to young players. If you don't know what to work on, work on your technical skills. And um, one of the places, and if you don't know how to work on your technical skills, you can type into YouTube um, technical skills to learn. All right. Assuming you don't have a great coach, which everyone wants and needs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so far we've got physical attributes, technical skills. What's next? Tactical awareness. Tactical uh, awareness. Yes. So scouts assesses uh, players' understanding of the game and their ability to read the play. This also includes the player's ability to make quick decision and to anticipate movements and position themselves efficiently. Hmm. Sorry, effectively. And I imagine that if you're playing in a in a professional capacity, hmm. you can look on television. You can look on films of the your opponent yeah. and say this one's good at this so I need to be there I need to be here and you can work things out in advance Yeah. but if you're playing in a Sunday league and you're mm. coming up through the ranks you might not have played and you might not have been able to see footage of yeah. your opponent team Yeah. so you have to be doing it whilst you're playing whilst you're playing yeah and so you need to then look at a player your opponent and say he's doing this I've got to do that exactly so you have to think on think on your feet at mm. that at that stage. Um, I mean, at academy level or even first team level, what um, the analyst team would do, they would uh, watch the opposition's game to um, get a great view of how they play and what player does what. So it was much easier at that level, and you made a very valid point. If you're at grassroots level or maybe semi-professional, right? Some clubs does that semi-professional. They view other opponents. But the clubs that don't do it, then you got to think on your feet. Mm. This one also, um, tactical awareness. For me, football is all about moments, right? Um, it's just about being at the right place at the right time. And good strikers know that they're like a sniper in a box. They know where the ball's going to drop. And they've learned that over the years of obviously good coaching and obviously uh, experience as well of just playing a game. Mm. So their subconscious mind tells them, okay, I need to be here at this. So they never really turn off. They, they never switch off, you know. And instinct is so important. And instinct comes from experience. Yeah. And sort of knowing, I think he's going to do this, he's going to do it, he's doing it, and I need to be there to get the ball. Exactly. Yeah. It kind of comes from within. It's like a gut feeling that you have. Gut feeling, yeah. You can't really learn it on a huge, from a YouTube film. You just have to sort of have a feeling about it. Yeah, yeah, you have to have a feeling about it. And what helps if, say, for example, if you know your striking partner or your winger, you know them well, you've played with them lots, you train with them every day, um, you would know what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I, I used to have a coach... Um, was a Crystal Palace coach, right? And he used to say, once the winger puts his head down, right, you know that he's going to cross it. So he's making you kind of think forward. It's a bit like chest. Once he's put his head down, now you need to start curving your run or, or just making a good run to obviously get that header in or that touch in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so after tactical awareness comes... Mental toughness. So scouts do consider a player with uh, mental strength, including their attitude, work ethic, 
and ability to handle pressure this is what we spoke about in the last um episode about how how can a player bounce back um from a you know two nil yeah. if they're two nil down but also it also involves um crucial setbacks like injuries you know and i've seen uh some players bounce back from injuries and i've seen players that haven't bounced back from injuries and um for me this is like crucial for a player and the difference between someone that does and doesn't bounce back mm. is their mental capacity to find some strength within them to get past it yeah get fit do the physio and get on with it yeah of 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 course and i think that's a huge difference but also on the pitch as well this also covers uh, composure you know can you keep composure in tight situations mm. and if you lose the ball are you going to be confident to get the ball back or are you going to shy away you know so for me uh this is also something that um you you have to have in your game yeah reason why especially for young players is because the game is there there's a lot of players who want to become professional footballers and it takes a lot of mental toughness because you are going to fail um you might not be successful every time right and it's about bouncing back. It's about bouncing back. And if you're in a good team and you're having problems with bouncing back and losing the ball and not being able to chase after it immediately afterwards, mm. do coaches, do agents, are they helpful? Is there somewhere to go and say, I'm struggling with my mental strength and I'm getting upset on the pitch? And then, so if I make a couple of mistakes, I'm not bouncing back. And I spend half the game just not quite knowing where I should be. Mm. Is there help? Yeah, I mean, um, I, had a, I had a player who was at Ipswich, right? And um, he had a mental coach. I didn't get him the mental co- coach, I won't lie to you. It was actually his, dad, his dad's idea, which um, I thought that was a great idea. But when his dad did mention that to me I said this is very key so I started to get it for my other players that needed it right um, because everything's all in your head like you you actually play most of the game in your head right it's most part um, and if your mind's not right we spoke about the preparation um, in the last episode if you're not you know prepared mentally you're not going to be prepared on the pitch so i think this is uh, also a crucial element as well yeah fascinating i mean even let's let's just go through the numbers right with um how many players they are so that we can really uh break this down so there's over like 11 million uh people that plays uh football but we're we're focusing on the youth market here so there's 3.5 youth um, players, but that's age five to fifteen. This is in the UK. This is in the UK. Yeah. Right. Um, Two point four million are boys. Right. And in organised um, football youth leagues, there are hundred and eighty thousand boys who participate. So, which means um, only fifteen hundred 
becomes professional football players. There's 92 football clubs as well, um, professional football clubs, which adds up to um, 2,300 professional players in the game. So if you look at the numbers, a lot of players are in football, right? But there's only a small percentage that makes it to the top. Of course. So the the um, four attributes um, that we just spoke about, these are uh, crucial. Obviously, we do f- we still have more to go through, but these ones are also um, the one that we just spoke about are are very important for y- young players to take it with them. They they should take it as gold. Position-specific traits. Yeah. Tell us about that. So it was a bit of like what we were speaking about um, um, at at the start with height. Scouts will look for players who are natural goal scorer scorers, right? Good movement off the ball, and they have the ability to hold up the ball and bring teammates into the game. And when we were talking about height, they would have a requirement for a player like this. Mm. Um, also with these um, with these other attributes as well. For a defender, for example, who need to be a good um, who need to be able to tackle the game, um, tackle good tackler. Be able to read the game as well and make good interceptions. Also, his long passes as well. Mm. Um, winger, they'll need need to be able to um, get crosses in, um, uh, do good in their one v ones as well. Um, Centre mid as well. Um, they have to have good um, ball attention, not lose lose the ball. Obviously, make key forward passes as well. Mm. So um, these are traits that are kind of for for what the positions are, mm. right? So scouts will look, is he ticking off the traits for that specific mm. positions? Mm. I imagine if you're a defender, you also have to be pretty fearless. Y- yeah. I mean, you're running towards a guy who's running towards you. There's a, there's a ball to be had. Yeah. And uh, it gets pretty physical. It does, it does, but they do have to be careful that they don't concede the uh, penalty as well. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Mm, there's a fine line as we there all know. is, yeah. Okay, onwards. Yeah, potential uh, growth, and I think this is the key. Potential so, for growth. Yes. Mm. So this is the key uh, because obviously the scouts has to see potential for growth in the player, right? Um, so, for example, um, Martin. Martin Waldron, he was at Everton. Um, he was the head head of recruitment for the youth at Everton, and he, he he spoke about where if he had maybe a kid who's he's in the under fourteens, but he's like six foot. I wouldn't say six foot, but he's like five foot ten, right? So he's obviously a big lad, mm. right? And he, he spoke about. Now, this kid does have potential, right? He would have potential because obviously he's much physical, right? But however, those kids there can just stop, like um, they'll not stop. But at that moment, he's of him being an under fourteen player. He would be able to kind of maneuver most players off the pitch, right? With his um, with his height and obviously mm. strength. 
he now there's room for him to still to grow but it just depends on who is managing him and what martin would do he would put him two years up so so that he can there's still growth for him so it's not just easy mm. it's not just an easy um it's just not easy for so him. you're challenging the boy yes. to go beyond what he's doing now in his own team by saying right let's take it up a level yeah and then you see his technical ability needs to go up his and his mental attitude he's not scared yeah absolutely um but this also uh, also has to do as well uh, potential for growth uh, with the player which is uh can the player is the player would he listen mm. you know is he arrogant you know because the coaches will be coaching him and they'll be telling him some key stuff now can he take that in and actually do it as well as that for example um i'm not a scout but part of my job is to scout players so i have to kind of look look at players and say is this a boy that i can work with can he still improve in his game you know mm. and those are the questions that people will be asking themselves scouts or agents okay last on the list yes uh character so scouts also assesses their players uh, character and personality so they look for players who are disciplined focused and professional and who demonstrates a strong work ethic and a willingness to learn and improve yeah so if you're a 14 year old kid and you're good at your game and uh, you're popular in your team and at school um, this thing about being professional when you need to act the same way as a as a seasoned player mm. as a 25 or 30 year old player who knows how to act on the pitch and off the pitch and it's something like a young kid needs to learn because he might not have seen it or he might have the freedom to do what he wants because he's a great player and everyone thinks he's great but being professional I imagine is essential absolutely being professional is also being very disciplined mm. as well and is those and obviously they have got very good manners as well um it prepares you for situations unseen situations that will be coming yeah you know so it's very key to have this character about yourself i, I, I remember um when i was in school right and i had this um we had this t TA, he was um, into football scouts. He's still into football now. He's an agent, but he was scouting for Everton. And we had this boy that was playing for QPR. And he would say, he didn't even know he was a player, but we would point at him. He said, he's a footballer. I said, how do you know? He said, the way he dressed, he dresses smart and clean. Mm. He's a professional. Right. I said, you know, yeah, you are right. <laughs> he is he's a footballer. Mm. Their demeanour, the way they carry themselves the way they all carry through themselves. their lives, yeah. they're consistent. Yeah, so overall football scouts are looking for players who possesses a combination of physical and technical ability and technical awareness, mental toughness and position traits and potential for growth and also a strong character. 
Thanks, Olu. What's next? So next is process of getting scouted. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Yes. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys.